Welcome to Women in Electronics, the only show that empowers, develops, advocates, and celebrates the accomplishments and advancement of women in the electronics industry. With your host, Jackie Maddox. Okay, and here we are today with another episode of Women in Electronics Leader and Highlight Radio Program. I'm so happy to be here with uh, Toby Cornell from Cruvan, who has been with our Women in Electronics um, Advisory Board since the beginning. So, Toby, thank you for being here today. Thank you for having me. Yay! Um, I'll start with you introducing yourself, your title at Cruvan, and what you do there. Yep, you bet. Um, again, I'm Toby Cornell, and I work with Cruvan. I've been with uh, the manufacturer's rep Cruvan for 23 years now. So um, I've uh, been working there for most of my career, and I was with another rep firm for five years prior to that. Um, my role at Cruvand is a VP of distribution. So I work with all of our channel partners with the common lines that we have uh, with each, each of them. And then I also have an account base as well in the Dallas-Fort Worth area and uh, also part of Arkansas. So um, I, I call on them as an account manager um, as well. So I have a little bit of a dual role. Nice. Well, it's nice to know that you're actually, you know, you have longevity, you've been working in the channel for a long time. And I know just being a rep, you have, you actually work with all aspects of the channel, which is kind of like a rare place to sit in the channel because you touch the manufacturers, the distributors, the um, contract manufacturers, design services, like, so the reps typically interact with the entire channel, which is kind of exciting. Yeah, it, it is. It's a very unique place to be because we don't stock product, but we are a complete uh, extension of the sales force for a manufacturer. So we get to work with the customers. We get to work with our channel partners, the distributors um, to, you know, highlight the lines that we have in common with them and, um, you know, support their efforts as well. So it's a fantastic um, area in the, the triangle of our business where you have the manufacturers, the distributors and the representatives all working together to support the customer base. So it's, it's never, it's never the same day. Every day is a different day. And that's what I like best about it. Yes. And I like that there's a team of people working to help the customer. So how did you fall into this, Toby? So here you are been a rep for a long time now. So how did you get into the industry? And then why have you stayed? Let's, let's talk about this. Oh, okay. So my, uh, my father was in this industry, um, started in it probably in the late 70s in the 80s and uh, that's how I learned about it as I was growing up so um, you know knowing what he was doing in the industry kind of helped me learn about that it even existed um, otherwise I'm not sure that I would have known that it existed had yeah. it not been for him so and he was um, an engineer and uh, was working at a, at a uh, TI like a lot of the engineers in the Texas market do and um, then he went into the distri distribution um, area is in sales and then on to a rep company himself. So that's how I learned about it. Um, when I got out of college, I interviewed uh, for a rep company um, that he had just sold. 
and uh, started working there um, as inside sales and uh, moved into outside after about two and a half years at that rep company. So, um, you know, that's that's how I got into the industry. Um, Cruvand bought that company uh, about five years after I had been there. And uh, it was a great transition uh, working with the Cruvand family, as it definitely is a huge family um, organization there. We we all uh, we all get along and love each other like we're related. Um, and uh, so working working there um, has just been incredible. And I think the reason that I stay in the industry um, is the people. Uh, all of the people that we have met at my own company, but also the manufacturers that we meet, the distributors, um, other rep companies. It's it's such a, a unique um, organization bringing everybody together. And that's what I love about it. Um, and some, it's different every day. Like I was saying earlier, you will... If you get into this industry, you will never be bored. There's something new that's going to happen to you, especially in the rep industry. You know, you've got new product lines that you might be taking on, some that you might lose. Um, you have new distributors to work with, new manufacturer partners, um, and getting to work at the cutting edge of the customer base has been the most unique experience too, because you're working on brand new designs, military designs, um, medical designs, you know, telecommunications. It's 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 fascinating. And it's something new every day. So if you're, you know, if you're wanting something boring, this is not it. <laughs> so that's why I love it. <laughs> yes, it's, it's definitely a dynamic business. So let me just ask you, I, I have some questions for you about women in electronics. But since we're talking about the rep business, let's just dive into a question about that um, that I have. So the channel has changed so much um, over the years and evolved. How is it that you would say the rep world has changed? And what are some of the challenges um, that reps face today? Um, you know, it, it has been ever changing um, the, the rep, the rep organization and how we fit. Um, but it's, I think the biggest challenge that that rep firms see right now is recruiting in new and young talent. Um, because, you know, we've, a lot of the organizations have been in existence for many years, and we we want to recruit that next generation that's going to come on board, start working with these companies, um, and and help continue that model going forward. And um, that has been, I think, the biggest challenge. And it's actually it's a challenge in, for the industry overall it's with manufacturers too to find young people to come out of school and find this as an interesting industry, uh, especially in the sales area. So it's it's something that I know a lot of um, uh, universities are taking on the um, industrial distribution uh, type of education. So there's there's that going out, but it's getting those people to stay in the industry and, and engage in the, you know, the rep areas and the manufacturer areas in addition to the distribution network is something that we all have to yeah, so it, it's it's definitely um, a legitimate um, observation. I, I think across the channel we have um, challenges with not only recruiting but retaining talent. So let's talk about that. Like, why do you think that is? Like, why? So let's let's actually spin that to say what would motivate a young rising professional to enter into not only this industry, but the rep world? I think um, being able to experience what it is like is a, 
is a, a great motivational tool. So I know um, at a lot of the like EDS, for example, they have um, programs that are bringing in uh, people who have just entered the, the industry. You can come out to EDS, you can learn about the, 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 um, how it all works, how all of these three yep. different lines um, of, of sales, you know, within the, the manufacturer to the distributor, the rep, how all of that works together, how we, how we support each other. Um, when they, when a young person or a new person in the industry gets to experience that and see the the level of um, camaraderie, the networking, the um, the enthusiasm behind the, the industry, I think that's an excellent way to, you know, continue to to pull those people in, and then they can share with their friends. And then I think you know that's kind of the best way. Um, you know, I know a lot of us got into the industry from hearing about it from other people, um, you know, some from their family, like I did, but also just from your friends and, you know, people that you, that, you know, so it's um, I think that's an, a good way to get them interested in it. And then, uh, you know, maintaining them, their interest, you know, that's, that's up to each individual company, how they're able to handle that sort of thing. But, um, you know, I think the main thing is getting the word out about this industry um, to the universities out there as people are graduating to let them know, hey, we're here. And there's a lot of different opportunities within this industry. Yes. And we have that initiative with Women Electronics to approach the colleges on an industry level which is super exciting. And then you help us with our career corner. So when young talent come in, they can see the job postings from our sponsor companies. So thank you for doing that, Toby. And that leads me into my next question too, about your involvement with women in electronics. And um, I would love for you to tell us what it was when we first started in 2017, the women electronics was barely a concept. And all of a sudden I sent an invite out that I just wanted 20 women to come across the country um, who had some interest in bringing women together to potentially talk about something like women in electronics, but it was still a concept. I didn't know you at the time. I'm so happy you came. Toby, um, <laughs> but what motivated you? What motivated you to when you heard about it? What, why, why did that interest you to show up and come to Laguna Beach for that conference? Well, I was I was really honored to have been included in that original small group um, when you initially sent out the invitations and were like, you know, this is my idea and and I want to I want to share this with this group of people. So, you know, knowing that the um, Knowing the challenges that we have in the industry for bringing in young talent and also bringing in uh, more women into the industry, um, I, I wanted to know what it was all about. And uh, so I, I um, was able to come to that first meeting and hear hear about this this fantastic idea that that you had and see the people there. And that was it was um, that was a really exciting first meeting. And then to see how it's grown over these past several years has been, has been incredible. So that I was just really curious and I wanted to know, you know, what, what are we going to talk about? This is going to be fantastic for our industry overall, which, which it has been, I think. So um, that's what drew me to it for sure. Oh, awesome, Toby. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and it's so good that knowing that you were a founding advisory board member and you're still involved and active. I love that. And 
what keeps you, what, what keeps you motivated to stay involved at this point? You know, I, I, I know that there's, there's so much that the women in electronics organization has to offer the industry. And I think the ability to encourage women, um, empower them, you know, celebrate their, their, their accomplishments and, you know, let women feel uh, their voice and be able to talk, you know, to each other and to network. And then also to, to talk and network with, you know, everybody in the industry. I think what keeps me most motivated is, you know, our focus on not just women and growing women, but also bringing in young men into the industry and encouraging them to, and it's, it's, it's like, we've always said, it's not about, you know, women versus a man. It's not, it's not about that. It's about us all working together. And, um, you know, this kind of organization highlighting uh, the growth of women who, no matter what status of their career they're in, but also the incoming women and incoming young men to grow them in the industry. And I think that's what's kept me the most motivated is to to bring in the the young talent and encourage them and let everybody know that they have a, a place, a place to talk about things um, and a place to be encouraged and uplifted in what they're doing. Ah, that's awesome. Thank you, Toby. I appreciate that. And you've always been um, a very positive and a, and a really good supporter, too, of working with your male colleagues in a very professional and respectable way, but also your female colleagues. So we just have so much work and education to do in all those areas to unite everyone, right? Yeah. So it's not a one against the other. Right. And and on that note, though, I do want to ask um, another question in, in one minute about your family, because I really am interested in hearing about that. But are there any, would you say that there's any barriers to people, men or women, joining women electronics? Are there any perceptions? Um, what would you think is, could be a barrier to people joining? You know, I don't know the, of any barriers that, that exist. Well, there are none coming from women electronics. So if someone feels that there is a barrier, it might just be that perhaps they think, well, it's the title is women in electronics, so it must only be women, um, even though that is not the case. So I, I hope that no one feels any barrier or concern to joining, whether they're a woman or a man, because, you know, it's 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 very exciting. It, it's a great place for women to be able to engage with each other, but it's also a great opportunity for for uh, men to, to 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 listen in and hear what conversations might be taking place. And I think it's an opportunity for everybody to grow because um, we offer such unique. Um, webinars that we're conducting. We're talking about some personal things every month and we're talking about career growth every month. So there's different things that can apply to everybody. And uh, so hopefully there aren't any barriers. Um, And if there are, you know, let's just put those aside and have everybody join who can. So. Yes. Well, okay. So that leads me to our next question. And I agree with you there, Toby, but okay. So part of what we talk about is life balance. Yeah. And I've talked to you about this before because as a lot of women in our industry are working moms, mm-hmm. that is a really tough position to be in. It's it just it's a period of time and it's a long period of time. You go through um, juggling work and career. So this is a real topic, especially coming off of COVID. So many issues that were at, kind of at the surface, like you just were underneath, should I say, came to the surface. And we kind of realize as women, we cannot 
do it all. Like we can't do it all on our own, I should say. We need help. We need community. So how have you managed being a working mom? Well, um, I am the luckiest working mom out there because I have the best husband um, and support Uh from him. So, you know, he has always helped out tremendously. And, um, you know, earlier on when we have children, our children are young, we have two boys. And so when they were very young, you know, I would need to travel and, and he, he's 100% supportive, able, he does everything pretty much. <laughs> so he's, he does a uh, contract programming work, but he is, he works from home and he always has. So he's always been working 100% of the time with the, with the children, with the family, with, with everything around. So I'm really, really lucky in that regard. I know not, not everyone is um, there's a lot of single moms, single fathers, you know, there's a lot of balance that's going on. Um, and I, I think the best way is if you have a partner, like, like I do. So I'm really, really, really lucky with that regard. Um, and I think with the, with the COVID situation that happened um, that changed a lot for everybody um, and I think there is, there really was a silver lining to all of that. So everybody was working from home. Um, many still are, or doing a hybrid. And I think that gave an opportunity for every family, you know, to be, if you're on a call and your dog is barking, you know, if you're on a call and your child runs in, sticks their face in the camera, those things were happening and it wasn't, it wasn't an issue. So I think that really let people realize, Hey man, you know, these people that I work with have lives outside of their job. And that, that kind of stuff is more, um, it seems to be, it seems to be okay. So it seems to be that it was more accepted. If there was a situation going on at the house, you know, if you're having to help somebody for a minute with their, you know, English assignment online and then get back on your call. I mean, those things were not, uh, it really changed and evolved. I think a lot of the way the work-life balance was, was portrayed. And it, I think it gave a, a really good concept for, anybody going, wow, you know, the people who are stay at home parents, they have a really hard job, (laughs) you know, it it really shed a light on that too. So, you know, I think um, overall, like I've said, I, I, it's been, it's been fantastic. I've been very fortunate um, with the, with having that part of the balance, being able to be at home with my family, but also, you know, having a great support in my, in my husband. So. Well, that is amazing. I, I think it's such a good point is you need the support. You either have to be have a partner at home who's in the game or have parents or relatives or friends or people helping to support you um, because you just can't do it all yourself. Um, but also, I think you brought up a good point as far as <clears throat> the um, COVID bringing a lot of things to light. So I think we're in a time now where we realize leadership is more about those human skills than we ever had before. And we have to be very developed in that area. And there has to be an amount of empathy um, and understanding and a value for people, which is way more now than we have ever seen in the past. And, And I think if anything that I could say that has come from COVID that I love is that uh, despite all the challenges, COVID didn't discriminate, right? I mean, we all experienced the same thing at the same time across the globe. That's right. But it also showed us the human side of business and women don't need to hide their personal life okay. anymore. I think up until this point, there's been this sense of, oh, I can do it all and I'll hide the fact that I have kids. I'll hide the fact I have all these responsibilities. 
You actually don't need to do that. You just need to work for a company that aligns with your values, right? And in your, in your rep world, in your position, you do have that flexibility, correct, of being a working mom. Yeah, I've got the, the, you know, working with Cruvan, they're, they're extremely supportive of, you know, each and every one of their employees. So we're all very fortunate with that. And, um, I, you know, like you were saying with, with the COVID and how that, that brought to light, um, everybody was working at home and everybody was having these interesting interactions with children who were also trying to school from home. And it was, it was really unique in, in, bringing that whole situation out. And you've seen a lot of people retire now because of that. They realized, hey, you know what, this, I, I want to spend more time with my family, or I want to do com- things completely different. And uh, which is another reason we need more <laughs> young talent in the industry, because a lot of people have decided to retire. So, you know, I, but I really think it was, it, that is a silver lining um, to be able to have experienced that. It's, it's a very, this was unique for sure. Right. And I think that young talent coming in to conclude the interview, they're um, probably having an expectation of a hybrid model, right? Not that old model of coming into the office every day, nine to five. And and some of that was that, you know, a body there is you think is a body working, not all the time. (laughs) So really, we're learning now to trust the employees. We're learning to trust the talent, give them the leeway that they need uh, to balance their professional personal life, you probably get way more out of them. But anyway, Toby, I'm so happy you came on and talked to us today. And very nice to have somebody representing the rep world, um, because we just haven't had too many reps in our leader and highlight. So I'm so happy to be able to talk to you. Any final parting words, any messages uh, before we conclude? I, I want to thank you so much for having me today. And uh, it's been great getting to, you know, have a, have a discussion with you. And um, thank you so much for, you know, for starting this amazing uh, group, uh, Women in Electronics. And hopefully everyone who's, uh, who's out there listening, um, if, you are, if you haven't joined, please do. So we look forward to many yeah. more discussions. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> and have a great holiday. <laughs> yes, a great holiday. But you know what, Toby, before we, we, we exit for real, um, I do want to ask you one more quick question. I want to ask you um, about um, mentorship and you, you keep mentioning young people coming in as we're signing off any final words to somebody who's been seasoned in the industry. What would you say to those young rising um, professionals coming up? Is, is there some type of mentorship advice you could give them? You know, I think if if you are either at a a time in your career where you could be a mentor to a young upcoming employee, that would be a great thing to do is to reach out and connect with somebody that you think you can help um, guide them, give them, you know, advice. Um, And the same for a young, young employee or someone who's new or developing a skill set to enter a new area or new role within the company, you know, reach out to someone that, you feel would be a good mentor for you. Um, and I know Women in Electronics also offers that mentorship program as well. Um, so that's a good way if you don't know who to connect with, to, to connect with that. But I think it's really important to have somebody that you can confide in, who's been, who has more experience if you're a young employer 
and the employee. And then if you're um, an experienced one, be able to offer that to someone who's young and encourage them to, to stay in the industry and to continue on the path, um, you know, regardless of what, the, what their path, you know, may be, or if they're a young man or a young woman, it's, um, it, it's all, it's, it's such a, this is a way to keep the industry going is to encourage and, and be encouraged. So. I think that's excellent advice. Thank you. On that note, Toby, uh, for um, offering that insight, definitely mentorship, sponsorship, all that is critical to career development, but you um, enjoy your holiday. I'm so happy that you were joining us today and um, have a prosperous and wonderful 2022 as well. All right. Thank you. You too. You've been listening to another episode of Women in Electronics right here in Orange County's only community radio station, octalkradio.net.